Okay, we started yesterday by Ezra Hashem Yitzbarach, Perik Yud, where the Chavisat Amidim is teaching us that squashing one's bad midas and uh, seemingly being, over to, being able to overcome them is not what it's all about. But rather, one needs to utilize those midas and turn them into strength. The, the strength that you were given was in order for you to be able to use those things. So, I'm not sure exactly what page you're up to. Pay dollars? Even though our a person's brain can only see with outward eyes, midaisenu, our midais kira is saying, we look at our we look at our midais, we look at our laziness, at our jealousy, at our taiva, we look at that as bad midais, exactly the way we're taught to look at it. But shalach Hashem lanu sent us a special gift. His name was a Yisrael Hashemtov. Ish Elakim Kadosh, a holy man, and he sent us as Talmidov Akdoshim Acharov, the Talmidim that came after him, Ma'ure Yisrael, the lights of Kal Yisrael. Vehem Limdo Aisanu, and they taught us a very important thing, and that is Shahamidos Beish Yisrael Kedoshisen. Midos in a Jewish person is holiness. Good Midos, well, that's obvious. That's holy. But bad midas, maybe if you go to other parts of Christ, so in other sections of Christ, so they tell you these are bad midas. If you open up your eyes to the Piyasetzin's view, which is, he was a Hasidic Rebbe, and he had a yeshiva, and his view on life was, what he learned from Derech HaChasidus, is that there's no such thing as a bad midas. They come down from the heavens, and unfold, they unravel down here. The bad midas. It's just that in this world, and with the human body that we have, if you don't know how to use that mito of jealousy, of anger, they look bad. It has the appearance of bad. Because let me give you an example. You can have pure, crystal clear water, but betzoyches mizahabo, put it into a dirty cup, and then give someone to someone to drink. You say, "Oh, it's dirty water." You say, "No, I'm telling you, fresh, delicious water." Is he right or is he wrong? It looks, it looks dirty. The cup is dirty. The water is clear. The cup is dirty. You put, even if you put it into a clean cup, if you put it into a blue cup, the water doesn't have a blue look. You put it, it used to have Sprite bottles were not see-through; they used to be green. So you're convinced that Sprite was green until you pour it into your glass. And all of a sudden it became clear. Now they made it glass. The bottle's clear. They ruined the whole, you know, whatever, fine. But it used to be, like, it depends on the shade of what's holding it. So, again, is the Sprite clear or is the Sprite green? So, I guess, both, or perspective. Of course it's clear. The water looks dirty. That's only because the outside, because the keli that it's in, the jug, is a jug. The jug that it's in and the cup that it's in is a dirty cup. Midas HaGaivo, or Midas HaTaivo, or Midas HaKino, etc., all those things are good things. But if you put it into a human being, it becomes bad. Unless the human being knows how to purify himself, so that Gaivo can be beautiful. That's the Avaido. That is the Avaido. No one tells us that. No one tells us this. You have to get rid of your, your jealousy. It's a horrible Midas. It's an Icarus. 
I'm not so sure it's a horrible middle. The way you're using it now, it's horrible. True, that I agree. But you need to learn to use that properly. You're not safe for him. Jealousy and learning is a great thing. Peer pressure and learning could be very healthy. It could also be very not healthy. But it could be very healthy. If you don't know yet, you probably heard. You might not know and understand, but you've, you've definitely heard. That's your Amidois. And there are Sphiroids. The best thing to for Sphiroids that I know is emanations. Light. Tapir. Something that shines. There are certain things that shine. Me muttering. Now, does Hashem have jealousy? Well, the Pusik says he's a kale kind of an aching. Hashem has, you know, tendencies of anger. I don't know. It says, Vayicharaf Hashem. Is Hashem a Balgaivo? I don't know. It says, Hashem Rom Venito. Hashem Algeus. Hashem is Gaivo. So, woman, is Gaivo a good thing or a bad thing? So, why does God have it if it's a bad thing? That should tell you that it's not a bad thing. It's just when you use it like Hashem does, it's beautiful and holy. If you use it like Hitler did, Lahavdal. Kurdish Akadoshin. So, Tumashab Tumas. Then it's a horrible thing. Right? I mean, like, so what do you see from this? We, we know, for example, you know, and he's going to say that right now. Shebehen or Hashem, in the heavens is light from Hashem. Ukdushasai, mislabesh. It becomes enclosed, it becomes dressed. Hashem's light, Hashem's holiness becomes dressed. And through that, we see how he interacts with the world. Here's an example. Maybe, he says, Talmud, you don't know yet what these spirits are. You don't know what these words mean. It's not your age yet to learn Sifri Kabbalah. You'll get there, Metzah You'll all be big Mikubalim and understand it all, hopefully. But you're not ready for that. But, But you say these words in davening every single day. Right? So that means Hashem has Gedula, greatness, which means Chesed. That's what being great is. Hashem has Gevuro. Hashem has Tiferes. Again, we might not know what these words mean, but we understand that the Pasuk is saying that Hashem has these Midas. He has the Midas of Netzach. He has the Midas of Hoid. Whatever those Midas are, we don't know yet. Maybe we'll never know. We're going to try to grow and know. But for now, you see that there's something that HaKadosh Baruch Hu interacts with the world with these Midas. Okay. Now we have to realize Piyasetna was a Hasidic Rebbe. And in Nusach Tzvard, they say after Sphere Sa'imir that every night corresponds to a different Mido. I don't know if you ever heard of this. If you open up even in El Ashkenaz city, you'll see it says it. You might not say it, but it says it. The first night, the seven weeks correspond to Chesed, Gevurah, Teferis, Netzach, Hoid, Yisoyed, Malchus. The first night is Chesed. But there's also se- not only seven weeks, there's seven days also. So the seven days are also corresponding to Chesed, So the first night is Chesed of Chesed. The second night is Gevura of Chesed. The third night is Tiferes of Chesed. And then Netzach of Chesed. And Hoid of Chesed. And Yisrael of Chesed. And Malchus of Chesed. And now you finish Chesed. And now you go to Gevura. Chesed of Gevura. Gevura of Gevura. Tiferes of Gevura. And so on and so forth. So you get the Shuvah. This is Malchus of Malchus. Obviously.
Whatever that means. He says, you say these words. Again, you might not say it. But the tummy that he was talking to. He says, Don't you all say after Sviris Omer, That which I ruined in Sviro. And it's from those Sviris. Himshech HaKadosh. HaKadosh Yisrael. Ha'orah Gamal Terech Kebenu. Hashem put that into us. We have in us. We have that. We are, we are little, little Hashem. Don't take that too literally, because that could be a different religion. People think that they're Hashem. But we, ha- we have a spark of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I'm curious. And just like there are these Midas up in the heavens, so to the Midas that shine in us, it's your job to expose that in you. So let's, let's, let's give an example. A Rebbe can, this, this one Talmud getting under the Rebbe's skin. Why is he getting under the Rebbe's skin? Because the Talmud always needs to have the last word. And he's always right. It's very hard for a Rebbe to, to have a conversation with him. Because the kid's always right. Whatever, whatever the Rebbe says, yeah, but why did you do it? I, I, I didn't because I thought. I did, I did. Right, it's very hard. And what does the Rebbe eventually say? Like, I can't deal with you. You're an action. Now, you might not know what an action is, but after enough times you're ever saying it to you, you realize there's a pattern. Every time I'm stubborn about something, he calls me an action. Right? It's very hard. And the Rebbe's very frustrated. And I don't blame him. It's definitely very frustrating to deal with an action with somebody that's very stubborn. But is stubbornness a bad thing? Hopefully you all know that stubbornness is not a bad thing. If we wouldn't be stubborn, we wouldn't be around today. You know how many nations have tried to destroy us? Physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially. If we weren't stubborn, us Jews, we wouldn't exist. So is stubborn a good thing or a bad thing? You're so stubborn! Yep. You know, you know, you were Mechavet Hashem. Hashem said that about us. Kiyam They're a stiff-necked nation. What does a stiff-necked nation mean? We're stubborn. So the Rebbe and Hashem were both Mechavet. So is, is that a Chassar in us that was a stiff-necked nation? Or is that a Milo in us? Depends how you use it. If somebody's trying to teach you to become better and you're not willing to listen, then you're, then you're stubborn in the way that the Rebbe gets very frustrated. But if you learn the Gemara once and you don't understand it, you learn it a second time, you don't understand it, and a third time, you don't understand it, and a fourth time, and Yechavu's like, hey, I'm done, I'm not, I'm not understanding this, I'm done. You're like, no, I'm, I'm going to do it again, a fifth time and a sixth time. And Yechavu says, Yo, you're so stubborn! Like, yep, that's me. So what happens? Stubborn is good or bad? Well, I guess, it depends how you use it. You know what stubborn is called in Washington? Netzach. What does Netzach mean? Netzach means two things. The translation of the word Netzach. Netzach means to win. I need to win. Talk about being stubborn. Stubborn people need to win all the time. And what does Netzach also mean? Eternally. Forever. Is that, if that's not stubbornness, then what is to be around forever? The Greeks weren't stubborn. That's what we don't know of the Greeks anymore. The Jews are stubborn, so we still know of the Jews. So when you're being stubborn to not listen to your Rebbe or to your parents or whatever it is, you're tapping into me this Netzach. Unfortunately, in the wrong way. You need to tap into Netach. Don't, don't squash that stubbornness. It's very healthy. It's very important. But you have to learn how to channel it for your stubbornness and other things. Somebody says something not nice to you. Don't get down. 
not want to get out of bed the next morning. Be stubborn. No. I'm going to face him tomorrow. And if he says something nice to me, I'll be okay. And if I don't understand the Rashi and Chumash, I'm going to re- learn it a second time. So I don't know what Kamoi about to spoil, about to shove air means. And Rashi says, Kishimachar can belaz. So? So therefore what? So therefore what? I'm not going to learn the Rashi because I don't know what that means in Belaz. I'm stubborn. So you tap into me the Tanetta, in the beauty of me the Tanetta. We can't go through all the Sheva Mida, you still chesed, you were at the you said Malchus. But that's essentially what it is. Every one of the Midas falls into one of those categories. I mean, give you an easy one. Givura. We know what Givura is, right? Strength. Strict. Judgment. Is Givura a good thing? I don't know. Is a Gibar a curvish is Yitzray? Sounds like it's a great thing. Is Gibar a bad thing or a good thing? I don't know. Ayyatalei la Gibar, big Gibura soib. Ayyatalei la Shib, Let the strong man not be proud of his strength. What? His strength is not so important. Yeah, but, 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 I do a Gibra, it's a very great thing to be a Gibra. Ah, so you mean it depends. In, in yeshivas, you'll learn there's something called, there's two dinim. And if you know how to be a super lama, you can make two dinim out of a two dinim. That's really, it's really chasha for that. You'll get there maybe one day. Two dinim means, and this is basic Gemara, you'll have, the Gemara will say, well, you told me over here like this, and now you answer like this, and I said, yeah, <laughs> When we're talking about an Evet Kanani, we mean this. And when we're talking about a woman, we mean that. It's two separate dinim. No big deal. Is Gevuru a bit, good thing or a bad thing? Ah, it's two dinim. Gevuru could be a horrible thing. It could be a good thing. It depends how you use it. No? That's not what they tell us in Yeshiva. They tell us Gevuru is a horrible thing. They tell us stubbornness is a horrible thing and anger is a horrible thing. Anger is a horrible thing? Anger is a little bit, a little bit of a more of a complicated subject. Let's leave anger aside for now. Laziness is a horrible thing? Yes or no? Yes or no? We can, we can discuss that every single me that has my list. We'll stop here for now. Well, because he'll go through some of these things. I'll go through some of these things. And this is the light of what the Chavis of Tzvinim is trying to teach us. Tap in, to understand yourself. You're a little bit, you're, you're a little Hashem. You're a Selim Kim. And Hashem has Chesed. And Hashem has Gevurah. So is Hashem stubborn because he has Netzach? Hashem, you're so stubborn. You know, there's been so many of the Zars, and he's the only one to outlast them. And oh, you're so stubborn. And so I was like, yep, I'm stubborn. Because that's a healthy netach. That's a healthy givuro. Okay, la godoy, la gibor, we call him a gibor. Gibor is a good thing. Nair is a good thing. In a healthy way. Okay, we'll have to continue, Hashem. I'm not around tomorrow night, and I'm not around Thursday night. So Hashem will pick up next week. I'm not sure if Sunday. Monday night, I'm definitely not here, but I'm not sure if I'm here Sunday. But Tuesday night, we're definitely, I can't say definitely. Hashem, we hope to be here Tuesday night as well.